in, in all this haste, we forgot to mention that Evan is no longer with us. He uh, passed. No, <laughs> not just today. He just, Jesus. <laughs> oh, and P.S. Our friend is dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he just so we dedicate this daylight savings to him. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just the three amigos today the the three founders back at it again for episode five yeah he decided to bow today he had some family issues with politics We're back. Episode five of Beer for Thought. Are you sure it's episode five, buddy? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Dude, this is the fastest we've started a show. <laughs> we like speed round and yeah. we're live. Well, that's because I'm probably a little drugged up right now. Yeah, but Jerry came in and he's acting real weird, like high. No, well, okay, this morning I woke up with a little bit of a, not like a like a dry throat, and my nose is all stuffy, but it was like, I think it's from allergies. Okay. And so I took a bunch of medicine and now I'm, I'm here. Now he's high. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, I'm not high. I'm just feeling good. Way up there in the clouds, Jerry. <laughs> All right. Well. We didn't even introduce ourselves, though. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Matt. Oh, the people know by now. Well, no, I don't think so. What if this is the first time? What if this is the first time they're turning in? Welcome yeah. to your first episode five of your <laughs> podcast. That was Zach. I said that. I said it was Zach, didn't I? Well, we'll check the, the tapes. tape. <laughs> the tape will tell. Well, we kind of decided to do this week was a little different we decided to pick a brewery that we thought was underappreciated in albuquerque a local brewery a yes. local brewery in albuquerque and um and kind of pick a beer from them because that's a that's a place we think is underappreciated here right we um most of our listeners are here local in albuquerque and so we kind of wanted to review a few breweries that are kind of like you know looked over or forgotten about once in a while and breweries that we think have Really solid beers that we like to drink. So, yep, they're not really flagship breweries here at Albuquerque, but they're they're breweries that if you're a real beer fan, I feel like you've gone there and you've had their beers and they're great beers. Yeah, you yeah, I mean if you if you roll into Albuquerque and you're a tourist and you ask somebody on the street, you say, hey, what what brewery should I go to? They're not going to tell you these breweries. So we're here to showcase those breweries. We're here to we're here to speak for them. Yes, sir. Tonight we're starting off with something that Matt got. Matt, you want to tell us? Yes, which? I'm excited about this one. This is a GABF gold medal winner in the 2018 GABF festival. This is Wooden Teeth American Lager from Turtle Mountain Brewing Company. Turtle Mountain Ooh. is a great little brewery. The only problem with Turtle Mountain is their hours are weird. Hours oh, are yeah. weird. But their food is phenomenal and their beers are damn good. Yes. You forgot to mention their hours and hours away. In Rio Rancho. <laughs> so, yeah, technically place. this isn't an Albuquerque brewer. They're, oh, a neighboring, oh, they're in a neighboring city in Rio Rancho. They're so close, uh, though. I consider them Albuquerque. No, we got to restart the podcast, boys. <laughs> Listen, Rio Rancho doesn't deserve to have a brewery as good as Turtle Mountain. That's true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Regardless. So, we're drinking Wooden Teeth. It is a American lager. And I went and picked up a half growler of this. And technically, none of these are canned. I mean, I guess there's crowlers tonight, but these are all going to be 32-ounce uh, growler fills or crowler fills. That is such a beautiful beer. Oh, that is nice. Look at that. Gold and the soft head. That is a so- I mean, that is like crystal clear. 
It's got a, it's a golden crystal clear, like your big macro American lagers. It looks just like those. Nice white head. It's dissipated fairly quickly. With tight bubbles. Did you say this is a Pilsner? Uh, it is a lager. I don't know if it's, it's an American lager. I don't know if it's technically a Pilsner. I will read the, I will read the description though for you. So it's a 2018 GABF gold uh, medal winner. The forefathers of American brewing developed their craft from the German heritage of lagering, or cold-conditioned beer. Wooden Teeth continues this tradition with a light malt base that utilizes corn and rice sugars in addition to malted barley to embed layers of crisp grain flavors that are highlighted by a subtle spiciness imparted by German hops. Sounds lovely. While you were reading that, I took a good whiff and it does smell, you can smell a lot of corn. It smells like your traditional light American lager. It's 18 IBUs and 4.8% ABV. Let's try this one out. Just tasty, yeah. That is a, a... A clean beer right there. That's nice. God, that is a great beer. Yeah, it's not too... I was expecting it to be dry at the end. It's a, it's a little sweeter. It's got yeah. that, you know, that, that malt sweetness that you'll get in a, a light American lager. But man, that is like... You know, most beers like this style don't have a good aftertaste. Like the, te- you can't really have like a strong aftertaste. In this one, you get like a little bit of. A- yeah, this one carries through with like that corn mm-hmm. malt and like nice, nice um, finish on it. Yeah. Really nice finish, and it's super clean, man. This is this is yeah a, an American lager at its finest. With a with a lot of the American lager styles, I feel like you're just in it to to pound a few back and relax on a hot day or something. With this one, you can you can properly appreciate it in the nice darkness of fall, the nice depressing time of the season when there's no daylight. <laughs> thanks to daylight savings yeah, time. Yeah, I know. We're recording this episode. It probably won't come up for a couple of weeks, but we're recording this episode the weekend, or the, sorry, I should say the week after daylight savings time switched over. So it's really dark right now. We're not really used to that. We're scared. <laughs> and you want to know who's responsible and how we can undo this great injustice? You know what? Daylight savings is a load of, of BS, man. Absolutely. It's just absolute crap. Well, it's election day too, so yeah. There's that. We just gotta it's pick also one, and then we'll stick to it. Which one are we on time now with Phoenix time? I don't know. Are uh, we? I don't you know. guys would know. You guys are always. I in think Phoenix. we're on the same time as them. Yeah, because they ignore daylight savings time. Yes. and the rest of the year they're. Uh, so you want to stick to this time then? No, I don't want to stick to this time. I want to stick to the time we were at before. Either way, we should not be changing time. I want. I want daylight after work instead of before work. You know what I mean? Like, what's... yeah, that's true. It's depressing coming home and it's dark. Yeah, totally. Um, one thing I wanted to say about this beer is it doesn't have like that astringency down the middle of it, like some American lagers do. Mm. It's like that astringency at the top of the palate. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but when you drink like a a Coors Light or a Bud Light, you get that strain of astringency right down the middle, and this has a, just a tinge of it but it's not as pronounced as other like huge macro lagers that you would get agreed yeah it's not i mean it's not a full i don't get the full bodied beer but usually this style doesn't have that kind of no this isn't gonna have a full body this is gonna have a nice light body that's as golden as i can get yeah i mean it, it just looking at it i'm i'm probably gonna take a picture of this and post it to our our uh instagram page follow us at beer for thought Pod. Pod. Oh, yes. man. Beer yeah, for thought pod. <laughs> but, man, this just looks beautiful. It's so crisp clear. Looks looks more like uh, champagne than gasoline, like your, like your Coors Lights might look. 
<laughs> and I should say, Zach is a Coors Light connoisseur. Oh, that's like, absolutely true, yes. He loves himself fan. some Coors Light. So you being such a big Coors Light fan, Zach, what do you think about this one? Oh, this beer is definitely superior, but I, I'm guessing it costs you more. I'm guessing it costs you more. <laughs> just just does, a guess. It does cost a little bit, but honestly, this half growler was five bucks. That's a good deal. Ooh, a turtle mountain? Yeah, so oh, I mean, it's, maybe not then, because that is well. Uh, this is thirty-two ounces. God, it's such a beautiful beer. I can't stop saying it. Thirty-two ounces for five bucks. I mean, you're getting two pints for five bucks. Look at Matt getting after it for the uh, for the Instagram there. He's poured himself a full another glass of beer there. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to aggressive for it to get a little bit head on it. Um, didn't work out so well. The but. slowest drinker has the most beer in his glass now after another pour. Must have been a rough day. <laughs> He's taking a picture right now. <laughs> if you guys are lucky, you might get a glimpse of my arm in the background. <laughs> so really, I mean, really nice stuff from Turtle Mountain. Congratulations to Mick um, Hedber over at Turtle Mountain over there. Uh, this, this is Turtle Mountain's first GABF medal ever in their 20 plus years in existence, I think. so. Has it, wow, really been 20 plus years? I'm pretty sure it's 20 plus years. I Don't quote me on that. But I know it's been quite a while. They're like the definition of underrated, I feel like. Because every time I think about going at a beer, they're not one of the first places it comes to mind. But every time I go there, I'm never disappointed with their beer. Pretty good food. Yeah, the food's great. But the beer is um, really well made and complements their food beautifully. So go up to Turtle Mountain. If you're here local, get yourself a nice hot calzone and a couple pints of wooden teeth and you will enjoy yourself. It's been too Not long. Real wooden teeth, but the beer. The beer, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Good, good, <laughs> good clarification for our uh, viewers. No, they're not viewers. Listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So great stuff. Um, congrats again to those guys. What do we got here, boys? This is uh, what Zach's pick. Oh yeah, we've got Canteen Pecos Brown, a classic. Canteen this... is amazing. I love Canteen. There. I wouldn't necessarily that that they're under the radar, but I feel like they're definitely underappreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the name of the show today. The underappreciated breweries, and these guys are—they do a lot of good styles. It's—I don't think I've had a bad beer from them. No, they—they're solid. Now I'm not a huge fan of Browns. I can do without them, but this Brown. This is a great Brown. This Brown is probably my favorite Brown. This Pecos Trail Brown is six point four percent ABV. And 25 IBUs. This is uh, it's a super dark. It's a really dark brown, yes, and it has almost a black. Had a good. It had a good head. It's <laughs> not completely dissipated, but dissipated considerably. But this, from what I remember from this brown, it is insanely chocolatey mm. for a brown. I'll have to try it again, but the last time I had it was I don't know six months ago or so. Well, on the nose, you get some chocolate. Absolutely, and some brown as well. Yeah, it smells like a brown, <laughs> but more chocolatey. Like, you got those, like, roasted malts, like, the caramel, a little bit of coffee, just mm, a slight yeah. bit of coffee. Coffee, for sure. Real subtle, but... Smells like a tasty brown. Let's go in. Ah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> the reason why I think it's different from most browns is because of the body. I think it has a better body than most browns. It does, yeah. Some browns Super are thin. thin. Yeah, this one. This has got a medium body feel, so it's slightly kicked up from your traditional brown. And so it's, uh... It's the line between a real drinkable beer and one that you can just sit down and just sip on. Like, yeah, yeah totally. You can, however, you want to drink this. It's beer. a perfect fall beer. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, especially with like this here in Albuquerque, it's like real cold in the morning, real cold in the evenings, but kind of warm in the afternoons. This beer fits the the bill for that weather perfectly. 
this is one of those beers that that both suits like craft beer drinkers and your more casual beer drinkers will also typically enjoy this. I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. This is a beer my dad would enjoy. This is a beer you can like go get with some coworkers that maybe aren't super into beer after work, and they'll be like, "Yeah, canteen is awesome." Yeah, totally. My dad's uh, he's not a big beer drinker at all, but he tends to lean towards darker beers. When he does buy beer, which is very rare, he'll buy Newcastle Brown. And this isn't Newcastle. It's not as sweet, but this one's just as flavorful and just as good, just a little bit different. Yeah, the other night I had a, a Bell's Brown that, that claims to be the best brown. That They literally Bell's call it the best brown. <laughs> Bell's Breast Brown. Oh, <laughs> breast oh breast wow. Brown what? Inappropriate. Wow. Podcast for kids, remember. <laughs> <laughs> Bell's Breast Brown. Excuse me. Um, that's a good brown as, as well. That one's a lot drier. I was going to say one. false advertisement. This is a better is a, brown. This is a sweeter brown for sure. Much prefer this one. Yeah. From our boys. I agree. I agree. So that's a great brown. Yeah. I don't get, I got coffee on the on the nose. I don't really get it much in the flavor. <clears throat> I get more of the chocolatey malts. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, definitely more chocolate. I mean, there's, it's a very, very slight hint of coffee. Not, and it's more of like a smooth cold brew versus mm. a, a bitter coffee, sure. but it's it's there, but it's very, very, very subtle. Bit of a fun fact, but Canteen is Albuquerque's longest-standing brewery. Yes. Since 1994. They might have been known as uh, Il Vicino Brewing or something like that back then, but... Yeah, previously, previously Il Vicino, when it started, now has uh, changed names to Canteen, which I think is a better name. Well, I mean, they still have Il Vicino. They still supply beers for those guys, yeah? Yeah, they... They were part of a restaurant. I think they try to, to separate themselves from the restaurant, but they're still associated as far as I know. But yeah, Il Vicino does like wood fire pizzas, and then uh, they serve Canteen's beer, which used to be Il Vicino beer, but it's a name change, branding branding change, which I think works well. Yeah, we should have uh, had El Vicino and Turtle Mountain Pizza here tonight. Dude, we should have. There's actually half of uh, the Turtle Mountain Calzone in the fridge that I got for Danielle. Oh, well, let's break it out. Yeah, that. I don't want to die, so that's <laughs> that's gonna stay in the fridge. Cause Damn. if that wasn't there when she got home tomorrow and she opened up the fridge to eat it for lunch, I my I wouldn't live here anymore. So <laughs> no one would be without a dad. <laughs> oh. Poor kid. Is this a normal version of Social Capital? Oh, that's the name of the next beer we're having. <laughs> oh, spoilers. Jesus. Spoiler alert. Another beer from Canteen. It's not the original version, though. I don't think. No, the first one was just cherries. I should have taken a picture of the menu because it's. I know it's the Social Capital Kettle Sour, but I forget what they said they put in it, and I can't find it on Untapped. That's definitely... Have you gone to their website? That's it's definitely not cherry. Not, it could be on the website. We might have to give them a phone call. Phone a friend, if you will. Is it on their website? Yeah, you should probably check their website real quick. See what so the says. website. When Social Capital first came out, their cherry one, it was one of the best cherry beers I've had at the time. Yeah, it was delicious. Actually, it was on par. I think it was actually better than than most creeks I've had. It was deli- yeah, Social Capital was originally, I think, a cherry kettle sour, wasn't it? Yeah. Really, really good. All the Social Capitals I've had, I've been impressed with. Good sours from my boys at Canteen there. I want to know what version this is because I'm working on it. The thing about their kettles, uh, their social capital is they do different variations of it throughout the year. Is it apricot? I don't know. Probably not because they're not seasoned. So I'm trying to remember what the last one I had was. The peach. 
It's a seasonal, so it's not listed right now. Gonna have to phone the brewery, guys. Well, should we here we go. Call real quick? Give me a call, Zach. We're live. We're just trying to guess what it is. I think it's peach. It's interesting. It's not peach. <laughs> and we're live calling Canteen Brewhouse to see what variation of social capital they have. Hey, this is Zach. Hey, what's the current version of social capital that you guys have on draft right now? Dry hop. Ah, dry hop, ah, makes yes. sense. Thank you. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for being on the podcast. Dry hop, social, <laughs> dry hop capital. social capital, guys. It makes so much sense. That's why I was like, what uh, is this? This, is, been, this is our fifth episode. That might have been the greatest <laughs> moment. <laughs> it's our first phone a friend. I'm very happy. To ever happen. Dude, that was great. That I, was I really hope the audio comes through because that was amazing. We should have, you should have held it up close to the mic. But next time, we're going to just call the breweries. <laughs> I was gonna put them on. Just like, have them give them description. What do you, what do you say in <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we don't have to do any work. We just let the breweries do the work for us. It's the most ingenious podcast idea of all time. Yeah, look at that. Dude, we're just gonna start start the audio, and then we're just gonna call the brewery and just have them do the show for exactly. us. Exactly, that's great. That's a great idea, Zach. I, I, I love mean, it. This is awesome. Uh, we don't even have to show up. We could probably program that new Google phone to like call oh, yeah, people right. or whatever. Screen call. Dude, we got this made. Call him back, Zach, and ask him what hops I used. <laughs> just kidding. You know, this is... I get peach notes from it still. Maybe that's just the medicinal quality I have. Maybe it's dry hop with mosaic or something. But That'd be cool. I didn't see... I don't, I don't recall seeing mosaic. I've never seen that. Usually they add a... I don't get mosaic, fruit. honestly. Usually they add some kind of fruit to it, so this is the first time I've ever heard Yeah, so this is dry hop. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah, it's a good beer. Yeah, I, I, I like, like it. quite enjoy it. It's nice because those hops, the hops balance out the the tartness really yes. well. So it almost tastes like a dry hop saison. Yeah. It kind of has a little bit of sour, well, not quite. It doesn't, FDA, it doesn't have the, it doesn't have the peppery note that a saison would, but yes. it definitely, like, the hops balance out the tartness, which is nice. This is the perfect beer. That, I know we're not drinking the next beer now, but it, it leads off perfectly at the next beer, I feel like. Oh, yeah. It's like almost, it's got similar qualities. So, yeah, on that note, I feel like if this was a sour IPA, you could just taste like the sour side of it and then not much of the IPA, but it's, I mean, obviously it's not a sour IPA. I'm just saying that that's what it tastes like. Yeah, I guess. Kind of like that half of that style of beer, if that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. the hop at the end, you get that kind of, it's still, it's not like a bitter hop and it dries. It's got a little bit of a bitter tone, but not not like, like an IPA. It cleans it cleans up nice. It's, it's a really beer. it's a very drinkable beer. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, it's real good. I, like I said, I've had a couple of sips. Still get that peach note. Yeah, it's like some sort of stone fruit on the end. Yeah, yeah, agreed. We didn't really go over like the appearance of it. No, we this did. one came out cool. real. It's orange. It kind of looks like an IPA, like a slightly haze. I don't know if it's chill haze or if it's a. It looks like a chill haze. It's an orange golden. <laughs> it's, orange, it's a golden orange. Golden orange, slightly hazy. I don't know if we mentioned ABVs, but it's five and a half percent. We did not mention ABVs. Five and a half percent. We're doing ABVs. a bad job today. Oh yeah, we're, we're off a little game. distracted. A little bit. <laughs> Where's Evan? I told you. We forgot him. We buried him this morning. Oh Jesus! We didn't forget him. We buried him. I forgot that we. <laughs> now we have to make sure that Evan stays alive from the time that it is now till the time that this episode gets or released. This podcast <laughs> is just flat out ruined. I'll make sure. <laughs> <laughs> Call off the hitman. <laughs> Yeah, no final thoughts on this one? Final thoughts. It's a decent beer. I really enjoy it. 
It's drinkable. It's got nice hop to tartness balance. It's almost like a sour. It's almost like a sour pale ale. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Because it's not hoppy enough to be like a sour IPA, and dry hopping is really it really doesn't lend for bitterness necessarily. More lends Mm. for aroma characteristics, but a solid addition to the social capital. Yeah, it's 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 the most. It's crushable. It's crushable, but it's uh, I think it's the most unique of all the social capitals I've had because I've had. I've had quite a few. This is the first one I've had that isn't fruit based, and it's yeah, still damn tasty. Yeah, yeah it's really a good beer. It is not, a good beer. Not my favorite social capital, but it's pretty pretty tasty. Yeah, it's hard because I love that that first one was just magical. But this one, every one I've had has been great beer, solid beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Much like everything Canteen puts out. Yeah, they do a good job with every style of beer they release. We're not taking a <laughs> break today. We're powering through. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken a single break. We're just powered. Like, powered. Slamming, <laughs> slamming growlers like it's nobody's business. The power of editing has nothing to do with this. Our next growler is from a little brewery. Um, it's well known to people who love beer in Albuquerque, and it's Bow and Arrow. Um, I wouldn't say it's the most underrated brewery. No, it's definitely up and coming. It's up and coming, coming for in, sure. In popularity. But I think it's underrated in terms of where people rank it. I think it's actually the best brewery in town. Whoa. Oh, Jerry with the hot taste. Yeah, I think it's I think it's my favorite brewery. Um and that's why I think it's on today's show is because I think it's underappreciated. And it was my pick and today I brought a little sour IPA from Bow and Arrow. The diehards know how well Bow and Arrow is doing right now and <clears throat> some of the stuff that they're doing is really good. They just released a coffee donut stout this last week. That is really good, uh, by the way. It was really good. It, Matt was right when we went to the brewery because I was expecting it to be a little sweeter. And it's actually just more of a coffee stout than a coffee donut. Um, you still get the donut quality, a hint of it, but it's more of a coffee stout. It's it's more up front with a coffee and it's, it's damn tasty. And then the week before they came out with that strawberry shortcake, which is just a phenomenal. Strawberry Amigo is a strawberry shortcake kettle sour. That is oh, so good. That is beer. amazing God, beer. I think that... That's their best beer they put out in ever. I think it's it's my one of the best beer. beers I've had in town for sure. It's right up there. <sighs> it's close. It's it's a really really tasty beer. I really like how that one came out. Yeah. But today we have. I decided to go with something more of a year round offering as opposed to a seasonal, and I decided to go with their sour IPA. Um, this style of beer, I was kind of first introduced to it from Epic Brewing. They have their um, their tart juicy. Tart and juicy. And it was delicious when I first had that. And I think this one is an even better wow. iteration of that. That's this one looks like, it looks like a hazy IPA. And it smells like one, too. Yes. Yeah, it pours out super hazy, light yellow, orange color. You, know? you don't really get any of that, like, lactic sourness to it. No. Like you would in a, in a kettle sour? No, but you definitely get that sour note. <sighs> That's a refreshing beer. Super good. Very citrusy. A lot of orange. Oh, uh, a ton of orange, yeah. Yeah. It's just like a... It's almost like tang, but not <laughs> as sweet. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. It dries up at the end, which makes you want to go for another taste. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's Yeah, it's got a nice uh, dry finish on it that allows you to, to keep on sipping. You know what? Like, today it doesn't taste quite as sour as I remember it tasting at the at the brewery, I'd say. It doesn't. No, it was more t- sour... Um, Maybe, I don't know if it, I had it in the growler for a couple of days, like two, three days, but. Yeah, it's true. It's a nice growler. It's like the stainless steel one, so I don't think it, I can imagine it falling off too much. Maybe it's just 
No, and I don't think um, tartness or sourness really de- um, deteriorates when it's kept in a, in a crowler for a couple of days. But it is less tart and sour than I've had it in the past, for sure. By the way, just the coolest growler I've seen. So their logo is so cool and it's just a clean white matte finish. Their logo uh, is like five oh. logos in one. It's like an it's arrowhead, a bow, mountains, a hop, mountains. Yeah, yeah it's, that's cool. It's a phenomenal logo. Really cool. Actually, this last week, um, this will air in a couple weeks, but a few days ago, uh, the owners of Bow and Arrow and their head brewer, Ted, they made their way out to Washington, D.C. to the Smithsonian. They were selected um, by the Smithsonian to do some sort of beer presentation. I should so probably pull it up. But, yeah, they they were representing the state of New Mexico and Albuquerque at the Smithsonian <laughs> with their, and pouring their beer, which is freaking <laughs> awesome because only four breweries got to do that. And oh, should we – another brewery was there, and they happened – this just so happened to be on our next episode. Should we drop that now? Ooh, a little yeah, sneak yeah, preview? Go ahead. We should, right? I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? It ties in beautifully. Okay, so Bow and Arrow, and there was four other breweries. I, I think there was one from Louisiana and somewhere else. But uh, Bow and Arrow was joined by New Glarus and oh, yeah. uh, the brewery out of Madison, Wisconsin. Not Madison, Wisconsin. From New Glarus. New Glarus, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a little town. Uh, a brewery that's become so awesome, they created their own city. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so New Glarus and Bow and Arrow, along with uh, two other breweries, represented their region. I, I, shoot, I should have that the, the article up, but Super regardless, high. regardless, they were invited to the Smithsonian. They yeah. were pouring their beers for to represent their areas and which which they're brewing. So I thought I thought that was really very cool. cool. Super awesome. Actually, they're Brewmaster was going to be at a tasting. Me and Jeremiah were in, were attending uh, last Friday night, but he was there. He at got the that invite to the Smithsonian, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, no, I'm going to go to the Smithsonian." <laughs> yeah, what a, what a guy! Yeah, can't can't blame him for that decision. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. I'm glad they're getting that kind of recognition. I'm glad uh, the state is, but specifically their beer, well deserved. Yeah, yeah, really really cool. That's awesome. They're definitely uh, on the rise in town for sure. Definitely, their uh, their tap room and their branding is phenomenal. They have a really good southwestern modernish type feel to their branding. They they're only bottling currently, and they've done five or six different bottles, I think, so far. Stay tuned, though. Yeah, yeah. that's their next step. So I'm really hoping that they start canning, so that um, I th- I feel like I'd buy their beer a lot more often if I can get four packs of cans of their stuff because it is really tasty. Dude, it's super good. And that, that's that's for sure, I think, their next step. And then I think, I mean, you had even sent out a little tweet, and they said possibly 2019. Yeah, I, I asked them. I asked for a friend uh, about when they'd start canning, possibly, and they said that they were planning on canning and that it may be in 2019. So we're looking at about a year away of from when we can start trading these beers out and, and letting oh, people yeah. across the country taste some of their good stuff. Well, the great thing about Bone Arrow, too, is they do so many styles well. Like that maple stout they had, it was the uh, the Waffle, the Waffle Bandit. Bandit. Yeah. It tasted, tasted like a straight-up maple Man, syrup. You put Delicious. your nose in that glass, and you felt like you are right right next to Aunt Jemima, for God's yeah. sakes. That, <laughs> that beer was just straight maple. It was beautiful. Delicious beer. And they have one of my favorites is the, uh, the Sour Red Ale, which is the Rancho Bizarro. Rancho Bizarro was a great sour red ale. Super great. 
Really, really good beer. And like we mentioned, that strawberry shortcake was just killer. Killer guys. Oh, yeah. The strawberry amigo. Yeah. <laughs> and the the waffle bandit was followed up by the breakfast bandit, which was a coffee the coffee, uh, coffee donut stout, which they used like 65? 250 some odd crispy cream donuts <laughs> and the mash which is crazy yeah. but yeah you didn't get a whole lot of sweetness out of the donuts out of the, the glazed donuts came through more. but uh they use a, also a local roastery cut bow coffee and the, the it was a beautiful coffee style you didn't get much sweetness from the crispy creams but the cut bow coffee complemented that style so well yeah it was mighty tasty so does it feel right to rank this episode just pick our favorite I don't. I don't think it feels. Feel right. Yeah, it doesn't feel <laughs> right. You know, I feel like all the beers that we had tonight were really good beers, and I feel like if you're local in Albuquerque, thank you for listening for one. We'll rank them. But, <laughs> but the best beer tonight was. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Wait, you know what? While we're here, I'd like to call Bow and Arrow out on their Uh-oh. on their food truck game. You you guys can step it up. You deserve Uh-oh. better. <laughs> You're on the rise. <laughs> you deserve the best food trucks in town. You know what? When I went with Jeremiah and his girlfriend, Katie, this last weekend, I had some really, really good Korean barbecue tacos. That's all right. Never mind. They were really That's good. True. Like, Yeah, they were some of the best tacos I had in a while. I retract my previous statement. You guys have, you guys have done it. <laughs> yeah, they were delicious. And it was like three tacos for 10 bucks, but they added paid 12 for him. That's a, <laughs> oh, man. Extra $2. What have you done? You're inflating the You've raised the, the prices for everyone. These, pre- these tacos were really, really good. <laughs> so their food truck game's okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not Canteen's canteen's menu and Turtle Mountain's menu, but if they got food trucks... Canteen's got a, a nice little in-house menu. They do like paninis and Frito pie and stuff like that. And Turtle Mountain does like pizzas, calzones, burgers, Dude, chicken, yeah, they have a fish full and chips. Yeah. yeah, it's a full I restaurant. I think there's like it's that's why it's not as well known of a brewery. People think of their food first and then their beer second. Yeah, it's more of like a restaurantish place. And Canteen might be the middle ground, and then Bow and Arrow is more of the brewery. Beer, that's yeah. why yeah. I think we've got a good Definitely. selection tonight. But in their own respective, you know, like specialties, I feel like they're all underappreciated here in New Mexico, and they. Their beer deserves to be looked at as some of the greatest here. Agreed, agreed. Well, I mean, shoot, if you're winning a GABF gold medal for an American lager, that's one of the most popular categories, I'm sure. Yeah, the style. That category, I mean, it's... Yeah, to win win a GABF gold in that category, that's saying something. So, um, Tip of the old cap. Mick's doing great things over at Turtle Mountain. Zach's doing great things at Canteen. And Ted's doing phenomenal things at Bonero. So, shout out to all those guys. Uh, keep doing your thing. It's working. Yeah. <laughs> we, we are enjoying we'll keep what you're putting back. out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And that was, uh, that was episode five of Beer for Thought. Thank you guys for listening. And thank you. Cheers to the last draw. To the last draw. fact about canteen 
one time me and Zach ran the gauntlet at a, uh, what is it? Uh, Geeks who drink. No, it's not that. It was the discount one. Oh, what was it? Quiz for quizfornerds.com. <laughs> Whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. yeah we, you know, it's some sort of game show, <laughs> celebrities <laughs> in sort. Well, all we, all we know is we won second place. Anyways, we won me and him second place. Against people that had like five in their group. Oh, yeah. It was, it was two you. against the world, and we pulled it off. One of the greatest upsets in the history of athletic sports. And it almost took us a whole year to cash in on that. $10. Oh, yeah. We got a sweet $10 voucher. We, we got hooked up with a couple of free beers. And also, of course, all the fame and fortune that comes along with our new lifestyles. Yep. <laughs> Is that yeah, Kissed Babies? That's this podcasting has brought to us. Yep. <laughs> kissed Babies. Signed a bunch of women's bosoms. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> wow. Hey, I went to, that's that a is, clean route. Oh, yeah. Very clean. Yeah. Oh, that was. This is still family. This is still a family show. That's right. Beer uh, for kids. Welcome back to Beer for Kids podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's our target demo. 